Welcome to the What the Fuck podcast with not Mark Merritt. With me today, we got some special people, and uh, we might even have a special guest for you. Uh, we got uh, our regular crew, uh, Devin. Devin, how's it going? Want to give us a little bit of a little bit of something? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, it's Devin here, as per usual, and uh, today I'm sipping on a Whistler Brewing Company Chestnut Ale. Been here many times before. You've heard it before. It's a fucking fantastic beer. Go get yourself some if you haven't yet. I don't fucking like you. So, cheers, boys. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, man. Uh, next, we'll pass it off to uh, Joe Gauthier from uh, from Calgary. Joe, how you doing? Hey, how you doing there, bud? Fucking good to see you. How you doing? <laughs> fucking drinking the Corona because I thought it was awful irrelevant. Fucking right. That's Joe. Classic Joe. Nothing new has changed with Joe. Classic Joe. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. Throw it over to Fraser here. Howdy, folks. I've got a ah, bush um, <laughs> in a tall can because I'm classy. Uh, yeah, I'm on read and break right now, but we're getting cyber attacked. So I think read and break might go a little bit longer. So we'll see. Life is good. I got beers. I got nothing to do. And uh, yeah. A quarantine bush, eh? Quarantine bush. Yep, that's uh, how the most of the ladies I've talked to, that's what they got going on. But I like to drink it rather than grow it. But All right. Um, and and our, our host of the night, Sai, how you doing, big guy? Oh, boys, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, I got to dip into the second half of that Captain Morgan's that I started drinking last time. So uh, it's going to be another pretty good night, I think. Uh, except it's going to be a Diet Cokes this time, which... Uh, yeah, you gotta watch. You gotta watch your figure. You know, gyms are closed. You know, it's not as easy to go shed those pounds anymore. Yeah, I know. So it's all about diet nowadays. I see you've got the spit guard for your mic. That's fucking fantastic because that thing was probably covered in just a ton of spit because you speak so loud. Yeah, there's actually a layer of just like it looks like jizz, but it is spit, and like it's just like <laughs> it, it's not jizz. One hundred percent, it's not jizz. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of jizz. Yeah, yeah, half and half, half and half. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to get to our pressing topic here. Guys, we got a special guest with us uh, all the way from, uh, I think, Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver my good buddy, yeah. Jesse Jesse Land. Yeah. How's it going, And man? Uh, so, uh, Jesse, uh, dude, we're great. And we're happy to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, man. This is awesome. I'm definitely liking the vibe. We're, uh, we want to get into, like, uh, I guess, how do you know me? And uh, where did we meet? Uh, we met through a comedy class down in New West, and uh, kind of like tell off the bat, right? Like, whose jokes you kind of you know feel are the same. And uh, we hung out a couple times, and then uh, you introduced me to uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I would call it like a a chemical compound, something kind of similar to that. And uh, you sent me on a ride, and, you know. <laughs> Now we're here, and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, like, <laughs> Simon changed my life, it was pretty crazy, but, <laughs> and then, uh, then I probably pestered you, yeah, I no, no, never, never you. pestered, man, it was, uh, yeah. it's always good to send a fellow, a self, fellow, uh, friend on a, on a great journey, and I think, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny that, you know, you're like, hey, man, you got anything? I was like, yeah, let's uh, see what we can do, and then you're like, dude, that's that's a fucking wild time. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, – I remember we met, and uh, on the way home, I was like, I got Alice in Wonderland in my pocket, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> now, the comedy class, you remember – oh, absolutely. The comedy class, do you remember some of the the jokes and, like, the people that we were fucking hanging out with during that time? Yeah, I was trying to think okay. about it. Okay, uh, I was thinking about this too. Um do you remember there was the one girl, and uh, she talked about putting gems up her vagina? Do you remember her? Was it the <laughs> was, was it the Australian yeah. chick? She was uh, Patricia. Emily. She, oh, I no not. Okay. Emily. Well, that, well that. No, no. Okay, that was the other chick. She was like hardcore drinking, like yeah. probably did cocaine like for twenty years, kind of chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, 
I saw her on a TV show not too long ago called uh, First Dates. And it happens <laughs> really? in yeah, it happens in uh, downtown Vancouver, and I'm like watching this stupid show with my girlfriend, and uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, I know her, and then that was the first thing I was like, she puts rocks up her vagina, and then. <laughs> Then I thought of you, <laughs> which I don't know. There's no simulation there, you know? But I don't know. <laughs> That's twisted, man. That girl, I feel like that girl might be from Nelson. <laughs> just fell down in some gravel or like that. <laughs> no, there's just like a lot of girls in Nelson that are super into like rocks healing and all that shit. And oh, you're like, yeah. put a crystal yeah. in there. Yeah. Imagine you like you, by the sounds of it, it sounds like she liked to get a little loose, and you and you bring her home, and you go to put your peen in there. And there's a crystal in there. That would be a weird <laughs> fucking night out for sure. A little yeah. pointy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a, a weird surprise. I remember uh, Dan, who kind of he was like the comedy nerd guy. I don't know if you remember Dan. Oh, I think so. I can't remember too well. I'm and then so there was sure. Phil. Phil oh, was the old Phil. dude with the white beard. I Phil, yeah. He looked like Gord Downey, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, exactly. He did look like Gord Downey. I remember he told me when we when we walked off, he's like, you're being too loud. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't know there's rules. <laughs> well, Simon's being too loud right now. Simon hasn't learned yet. <laughs> you need to put the Coming mic from back you, a David. little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I can figure this thing out. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you're, you're like, scared. fucking deep-throating it when you talk. That's not helping. <laughs> fucking. Yeah, I remember Phil said to me, because I, I, sometimes when I perform my jokes, I'd be, like, really hungover, and I just wouldn't give a fuck. And he's like, man, I just love that not-give-a-fuck attitude. Like, this fucking, the greatest fucking thing. Like, I don't know. He's a weird dude, man. I was getting some weird, like, creepy uncle vibes from him. It's perfect for a comedian. Yeah. Uh, do you remember any of your jokes? Uh... I mean, some of them, like, I do remember, and some of them I don't want to remember, if that makes any sense. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had one with, like, uh, Russell Brand, where I was talking about if he dated a hot tub. I was like, um, <laughs> <laughs> good evening, everybody. My name is Russell Brand. I dated a hot tub one time, uh, you know. Lovely girl, name was Chlorine. Uh, I had to break up with the hot tub uh, after I came home one night and found six of my friends in her. <laughs> yeah, so that's one I try to forget. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that, actually. Uh, I went out on your guys' final night when... Uh, oh, were you there? Like, you guys were all performing at the end of that class. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that bit. Now that you say it, I wouldn't have remembered that before, but it totally hit. Yeah, rings a bell. Yeah, so you guys, you and you and Simon were on. Uh, you and Simon were on like some sort of a circuit together doing your stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, a circuit. Yeah, circuit. I like got like paid in pizza at one time. Like, <laughs> do you still do it often? No, I haven't done, like, this is the closest thing that I got to a fucking comedy <laughs> show, which is not very close, but, uh, yeah. I mean, we do bits, we do bits, but, yeah, uh, this is the most Simon's talked in an episode, like, add up the last five episodes, and yeah, yeah. relates to what he's said so far this up. Usually, I'm just sitting in the back, fucking jerking off, watching these <laughs> handsome fellas, so, I mean, it's kind of yeah. nice. Oh, that's cool, man. Well, sorry, I got a second wave, second wave coming through. Guess we gotta catch up here, boys. Fuck. <laughs> well, I'm on my I'm on my third Jake, so I think we're doing okay. I'm double feasting once <laughs> American style. So before we get off of um stand up comedy, I've I've tried my hand at it, I've done it twice. And I think like it's a pretty common question, but I'm curious because I feel like every every person that's done it has a different answer. H- have you been heckled? And if so, like, how'd it go and how'd you handle it? Because I know that, like, it actually made my set better because I'm good at chirping people. And it wasn't going great before that. And I think that kind of built the crowd up to be, like, a little bit more on my side. Have you had an experience where you've been heckled, like, pretty bad? 
uh, not heckled really bad, but like a little awkward, like a situation talking about um, riding bulls and larger women. And the um, lady was in the front row and just struck a nerve for some reason. I don't know. I don't see it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, was, she, was she a large bull riding a, woman? Well, I mean, the first row, like I said, took up, you know, first row. But um, <laughs> she was, no, was she okay. was the first row. She was the first row. row. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, but uh, we worked it out. I kind of had to get on her level a little bit. I kind of crouched down and. I was a little intoxicated, probably wasn't the best. <laughs> I should have should have prepared more, but uh, yeah, it was okay. No, not really heckled bad. I don't know. How Just you, you hit someone's sensitive spot. Oh uh, yeah, no, I, I actually was telling a joke. I was, I had this really bad joke that I I thought that when I first started, I, I was writing my best material high, and it yeah. just never translated because I was I was never high when I was on stage right I think that's kind of like the thing like you make your jokes drunk you got to perform them drunk or like at least that's how I felt because I'd only done it twice and I was pretty nervous and I had this like um joke where essentially like everyone like I don't smoke a lot of weed so when I smoke weed I get really fucking high and I had this joke where you're like in an airport trying to order a five five dollar foot long and like I don't know if you've been in that situation but they always ask like oh oh, like the five dollar foot long and like just kind of having that back and forth because you're stoned being like yeah I want the five dollar foot long like five dollar foot long you're like yeah I want a five and you like have to show with your hands and this guy just yelled like yeah yeah like you're kind of like trying to do some like physical comedy and this guy just yelled like you're not funny and that's not a foot and I was like no, it's not a foot, it's my fucking hands. And for some reason, like, it just went off. And then at that point, I was like, okay, I got the car right where I want them. Just something yeah. so stupid, right? But, yeah, yeah. I, everyone, I think because I did comedy here in Victoria, and I did it t- twice at this bar where everyone, uh, basically, like, in first year university, we'd always go there just to, f- it's called Hecklers. The bar is actually called Hecklers. We go oh, there just cool. to yell chirps at people. And they're doing stand-up comedy for the first time. And oh, really? they like welcome it right like it's kind of like a pretty savage spot to start trying to do it and um but yeah like it just to me i remember that being like fuck and then there was one time a guy like absolutely nailed me and i like froze and it totally fucked me and that was the second time (laughs) second and last time i ever did it but i feel like there's you have like your interact yeah your, your interactions with the crowd make the biggest difference oh 100% but simon simon set was just like sorry go ahead uh, just uh, yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying, and I, I also feel like setting is a really big thing too. Like, how did like was there traffic on the way to get down to the gig, and then like you got to stand in a line. And I went to this one gig at a pizza place, and like some of my friends were coming to see me, and then like you kind of had to go downstairs, and like the seating was bad and stuff. And like by the end, after like. 15 other comics went i was so tired and i didn't even like want to laugh so i got up there and was just so bad and then after that i was like i hate pizza i hate all this stuff (laughs) and i'm like i'm not doing comedy again like but then uh you know then you do another gig and then it works out it's just it's all more about like you i feel like how you're at the time too yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that's really it's really easy to get deterred from it because it's so fucking you're so vulnerable in that moment. But I was gonna say that Simon's stand up was was pretty impressive to me, like watching it because it was almost like you push play and like nothing's he. It's like watching a, a four minute clip, like nothing's gonna stop him. He just keeps fucking going. Yeah. I feel like you you couldn't be heckled because yours was so yours was so refined. <laughs> Well, I put yeah. so much work into that, man. I practice it so fucking hard. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, based on, like, shitty gigs, the worst one I, I went to was that it was, like, a bar at, like, uh, not quite in New West. It was at this really shitty upstairs, like, fucking kind of bar thing. And they didn't yeah. have a mic and it cut out. Yeah, that was brutal. Oh, and so I basically had to yell my fucking set to, like, the five <laughs> people that were there. And it was, like... It's just so fucking like awkward and weird, and I mean, it still worked kind of. But I went to one where there wasn't a stage, like not even like one step up. So you're just the guy with the microphone, like milling around all the people, <laughs> and you're like, hey, like, fuck this guy up, dude. I I know this one guy that I played soccer with here in Victoria, and he's 
he's your kind of like I don't know how to describe it. Like he's like he thinks he's like an intellect, and like he takes that to his comedy, and it's really like almost cringeworthy punchlines that like oh, yeah. either hit hard for people or other people are like this is fucking brutal. Like there's no real. I thought it was bad. Yeah. And I saw on Instagram lately, like he's been doing these like live sets on Facebook Live just to like keep his routine going and get everything dialed. And he made this like little stage in his fucking living room. And I like looked on, I like went into one because I was like, oh, I want (laughs) to see what he's doing. And there was three guests and he had this, like he spent, you could tell like a lot of money on production and all this stuff. And he's standing there with the mic and there's three people 15 minutes into his set. I was like, fuck, this is brutal. Hey, before we really dive into it, Jesse, my favorite joke that you did, I think, or, or impression was the Gilbert Godfrey one. And, and we've we've all tried to do the impression and we can't do it. Can you fuck it? You think you can remember the joke? Ah, uh, well, I can't. Rem- I know the voice, but I can't. The joke. What kind of show is this? I tell ya. <laughs> like, um, yeah. Like he would just like dissect joke Gilbert, it. right? He'd be like, yeah, yeah, like why is the chicken crossing the road? Why is this fucking funny? Yeah, Gilbert Gottfried. I tell ya. Why is the chicken crossing the road? I tell ya, why are you going across the road? Cause you're trying to go over to get made into KFC. <laughs> there you go, that was a lot. I haven't done that yeah, in a long time. That's... <laughs> well done. There you go. Yeah, that's pretty, that's better than any of us have ever done. Yeah, we we we've tried Batman, Gilbert Godfrey, a lot of shit, and it's never it's yeah. never gone half that good. Yeah, do you got a good? Can, can you do Batman or uh, Bane? Either or Batman or Bane, like, one of the two. I feel like I've watched College Humor too much, where it's kind of ruined Batman. I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're kind of disrespecting him as an. Imp- as an impressionist, hey, can you do the really basic ones that everyone tries to do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that's, that's, literally, <laughs> that's literally all I have. <laughs> like, Christopher Walken. <laughs> like, everyone does Christopher Walken. But, alright, pull up to a drive through window and try to order a chicken burger fries. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's really fucking yeah, good, like man. It. That's better than any of We've all done a bunch of <laughs> shitty impressions on here. And it all either turns into an Asian person or like uh, down south or like a, like some mix of British and Eastern European. That's yeah, all the impressions we know how to do. It, all, it always comes down to Joe, Joe absolutely embarrassing himself trying to do it. So, yeah. It's, it's good to have a. It's nice to have Nice to have a good replacement for him. Um, so yeah, what have, what have you uh, have you been doing any sort of stand up comedy or anything like that recently? Are you still active? No, not really. I'd like to. I uh, last me and Simon were just talking. The last time I saw him, I was working uh, in like a door warehouse, like building doors. It was kind of a random job, but. Um, I was working there for a while and then like I started doing the stand-up comedy and I was going out every night and I was like I'm making no money doing this (laughs) and then at the job where I was working I started hanging around the sales guys and I'm like these guys are hilarious and they're getting paid for it so then I was kind of like I could sell a door better than I could build one and I kind of just like (laughs) weaseled my way into this like corporate sales job where like I became a sales representative for like all of the Okanagan for like doors. <laughs> and then I was nice. doing that. And like, basically just because like I was able to keep it like people laughing and stuff. Like I don't even know my times tables and I'm like some sales guy, like pretty bad. But, <laughs> yeah. There's big money in doors. Everybody's like, got them. At least a couple. I feel like that really helped my comedy. Yeah. yeah, I've got like 12. Everyone's got one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Yeah, so so you've, you've, you've translated what you've learned in the stand-up comedy world. Exactly, yeah. I just feel like it, I've like experienced a lot more. And I almost feel like maybe now I've got some experience that I could talk about. Because before I was so young and naive, I like 
I don't know anything. I'm like, hey, like, my mom told me, you know, shit like that. Yeah, it's a lot of penis shit when you first start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a lot of penis shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then, yeah. and then, and then you, then you make good stuff, and then you always end up right back at the penis shit. How, how fun was the door factory? Oh, it was pretty fun, man. Like you said, can you walk us through, walk us through a day, and walk us through some of the funny shit that you did at the door, at the door factory? <laughs> okay, all right. Well, when I first start there, all the shipping and receiving are all Vietnamese guys, and they're like fresh off the boat came straight over here from Vietnam. This company hired them. And uh, they're great people. But they are like, oh, okay, you go to this hundo, you deliver the dough, you move the dough, you sell the dough, you go. Like, it was very, uh, <laughs> it all happens really fast with them. And uh, I don't know, with, with me, I was building the doors. So, like, I was cutting them out. You're, like, covered in fiberglass. And I thought I had, like, crabs or something one time. Because I'm like, my shit is so itchy. <laughs> And then my friend told me, he goes, make sure you wash your hands. Like, cause like, I'm like, that's what that is. Like, um, so I was doing that. We, we used to go get high on our lunch break and come back and just like drill holes in the side of doors and like put windows in them. And, yeah. I was like, this is kind of like not the most. Then I met a girl at this job, which was really weird because I went houseboating. And uh, yeah, that's an experience all in itself. There's like a hundred houseboats on Shushwap all tied off together. And it's the biggest party oh, yeah, I'll baby. ever be to. Like the debauchery that goes down there, like what I've seen a hot dog go through is like incredible. Um, so anyway, let us uh, know what what you yeah, see. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, just um, used as a phallus, used as a rail, used as a you know just multiple. <laughs> uh, I didn't know hot dogs had that many forms. Nice uses. Uh, but anyway, so I was up there and I'm like, you know, if you can't get laid up here, you're an invalid. There's something wrong with you, you know. But um, <laughs> <laughs> like it, seriously, like this is just it's ridiculous. But then I, every girl I talk to, I maybe sound cynical, but like, I just heard like, nya, 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 like kind of, I couldn't relate to any of them. <laughs> I just say, like, I was like, every time they talked to me, I was like, oh, you sound like I'm going to just uh, get into a problem or something. I just like not interested. And then we went to this other lake and I saw this cabin. And these like two blonde girls and my buddy was like, you got to get with a chick like that. And I was like, that won't happen unless they come into my wood shop. And it was two weeks later, this chick came in and I'm trying to impress her with my forklift skills. And then like, <laughs> meanwhile, that was her nice. Gavin that we're staring at and her sister, little weird, but <laughs> um, then right. I, I went out with her and uh, we, uh, one of the first things we bonded over was uh, um, there's a guy that we know that I stayed at the cabin and uh, he lost his penis by choice. And um, <laughs> oh, by he, choice, uh, okay. By choice, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was like kind of the first thing we bonded over because I was like, yeah, this guy. I kind of was like, I stayed at his cabin, and I could kind of tell the way he crossed his legs that you know something was up. And then that was what Greatest we bonded legs. over on our first date. Yeah. So. So is that the hot dog you were talking about earlier? <laughs> this a uh, different sausage. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it showed up for sure. <laughs> he just carry. He just has a necklace with his own dick. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. It works as a keychain. Yeah. What's that? Uh, there's that movie. It's called like Your Highness or something with Danny McBride, and he cuts off that fucking um, monster's dick and he makes it into a necklace. <laughs> yeah. I have seen that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that's yeah. Shoe shoe swap's pretty crazy. I mean, when we went out, me and Fraser went out for a buddy's uh, bachelor party, and we didn't run into any girls or anything. But that was, it was uh, early season. Yeah, we caught a few fish, threw them in the hot tub. Uh, there was some crazy shit that went down. Yeah. We we sound like posers compared to your no dick story, but for us, it was pretty exciting. Uh, 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, my brother, he's really into music. So, and then my, his uh, one of his friends is a DJ. So we were like sneaking speakers onto the boat because you get into a huge bind if you have more than like the allowed speakers, which are just yeah, the, the sound systems. Boat. Yeah. So yeah. we were like putting clothes on top and reeling them down, and like they had like lasers going and everything. I uh, yeah, it was. I remember like being walking into the boat and realizing this is not my boat and I'm way too high and I need to get out. Like, everyone's just standing there having a conversation and I just walk in like I own the fucking place. Like. Yeah, we yeah. we met, we actually, par- I remember uh, I got really fucking folded in the morning one day and I passed out in bed and I wake up and we're like docking right next, pretty good choice of word, we're docking right next to a, right next to a boat full of gay guys. They're like flying the gay uh, pride oh, yeah, flag yeah. and we, we get out and I was like, okay, whatever. And they're a little shy at first and we're just kind of feeling it out. And a lot of our buddies are like on acid or shrooms or something. And I was just drinking. So it's kind of like doing a little bit of babysitting in the forest and end up like walking down one way and it's just like a bunch of rednecks from Alberta just being like fucking pricks. Like they call us, yeah. they call us fags and stuff. I'm like, Oh man, there's like gay people here or whatever. I'm not about that stuff. So we go back and we ended up just hanging out with this bow full of gay people and had the fucking best time ever. And I, I remember telling one of our, telling one of these guys, one of our mutual friends was vicarious and all the gay guys would not leave him alone all night. Yeah. It was so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, I had the same uh, similar situation. They were tied off to us, kind of too. And then like uh, the same kind of Alberta guys who were like jacked and like on steroids, and they come over and they're like making fun of the gay guys, but they're wearing tighter speedos than the gay guys. And okay, like <laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 one of those things that I don't I don't really understand, but. I think I'd rather hang out with a bunch of gay dudes than a fucking boat full of just absolute fucking units. Yeah. Definitely. Whoa. Hello, Simon. Uh, Simon, just talking about you. Simon's got the big, yeah. big arms. Big, penises. <laughs> big dicks. Speaking of big dicks, though, that boat, I saw every time you like, looked over and looked into a window that wasn't like one of the main, it's like you, you saw a penis. There's every single yeah. time you looked into a window of that boat. There was a dick, and yeah. you'd be like, "Whoa, oh, uh, uh. Yeah. and it's like, not they weren't fucking. I don't know. It was just like there's just a dick hanging out there. Never like outside yeah. of the boat, but any window, anytime, one of them was <laughs> a penis. Yeah, it was it was awesome. <laughs> I can't yeah, complain. They were, they were quality hogs too. It wasn't like it wasn't gross penises. They were quality pieces. So. Well maintained. Nice just, dicks. Just some absolute weapons. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we're just sitting there all haggard with our with our gross dicks. Yeah, they really dick shamed us that night. Yeah, not a wrinkle in sight. Just gonna say when we went houseboating, uh, there was uh, chicks always walking around with a goat, and he was called Doug the Party Goat, which just simulated that girls would pull pull up their boots when like you know the goat came by. I don't know, just kind of went together. They put like LED lights around his. That's wild. He had an Instagram, so I still follow him to this day. <laughs> Got some good shit. <laughs> Better than me. <laughs> That's tough life as a goat. You know, just the rave bad. goat. Yeah, the goat has more followers. Than <laughs> yeah, what's uh, what's his handle? We should, uh, we should <laughs> plug him. Out here and give him yeah. a plug. The old party goat. I uh, so. We, we, we usually go into some party stories, and uh, I was wondering if you got any that you want to bring up, anything that is, uh, was kind of crazy that, that, that you could think about. Uh, yeah, I think about when you gave me the acid, and uh, I was with Yeah, yeah, buddy. yeah, go, go with that story. I was with my buddy, and, you know, you, had, you have no idea what it's going to be like, so you have all these like, things built up in your head how it should be. And we get out there, and we're, like, on the beach. For some reason, I had a guitar because I thought I was just going to transcend and become Jimi Hendrix and, like, realize all the notes or something. Didn't work out like that. <laughs> My friend picked up the guitar and he's like, how you make this thing say motherfucker? <laughs> and uh, we were, uh, all of a sudden, we started, like, walking and, like, the whole trail just started, like, 
just going. It was like a walking on the ocean. And uh, we had uh, one friend there who wasn't high. And uh, he was supposed to drive, but he had never drove a car before. So um, <laughs> he's, he's from, That's a problem. from the Philippines. Yeah. But we were high and trying to guide him through driving a car. <laughs> and we're like, I know we're on that. Was it a standard or automatic? Uh, it was a standard. So, um, it was pretty, cool. oh, that's, pretty a, that's a, that's a fucking stretch even for someone. Yeah. Even if you've driven an automatic your whole life, the first time you rip a stand is a little sketchy. Yeah. But we didn't really think of that because, you know, we took it and then you don't think. So, uh, he had to learn real fast. But, uh, once we started getting going, he's like freaking out. He's screaming at the top of his lungs at like. He doesn't want to do this because he's freaking out because of us. And we're like, you haven't hit anything yet. And then he got oddly confident after we said that. And uh, we pulled over into a Denny's. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, we had been at the beach and we're covered in sand and we're like soaking wet. And we walk into this Denny's and like instantly I feel bad vibes. Like you can see people going like that kind of stuff. The manager's giving me the old stink eye. And I'm like, oh, this is bad. This is bad news. So then uh, we sit down, and I'm like, I'm going to order something to eat. And you look at the menu, and it's just, like, all the words, like, across the whole table. I <laughs> started at Denny's. Oh, man. Uh, we went into Denny's, and we were, like, covered in sand and, like, soaking wet because we're at the beach, like, jumping off, like, a little flip thing that we found and uh the manager was like giving me the stink eye and i could like see the waitresses like whispering and everything about us and i'm like you know when you're on that kind of stuff i don't know if you guys can relate but you're like they're on to us like they know and i'm like (laughs) trying to order my food and like the words are just going all over the fucking table and i'm like panicking and i'm like all right well i'll get my friend i'll get my sober friend to order for me that's the answer Right, and I'm like, I'll just get some chicken strip. But then I gotta realize, like, I'm a grown ass man. Like, if the waitress walks up, I can't just be like, "Oh, they'll order." Like, not my mom. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> so then I was like, yeah. Once I thought about that, I'm like, I gotta get out of here. So I looked at my friend, and we just like sprinted full speed out the door of the Stanies at like one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I've de- I've definitely been there before. When your hallucinogens are the worst, when you go and you think you can go and do normal shit, you just can't. It's just too yeah. obvious. Yeah, I, don't I, worry about I, rem- that. I remember trying. I remember trying to buy beer at the like I went to the casino high on mushrooms once, and I went to go like order beer, and I I, I guess like afterwards I knew the bartender. He told me I came up and I was like, hey, can I get three Canadians, like three pints of Canadian? Because, yeah, and he, like, goes to port, and he puts them down, and I thought they were for someone else. I was like, yeah, cool, when you're done, man, I'll grab three Canadians. And he was like, these are yours. And I was like, no time has passed. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, did he plan this before I got here? <laughs> like, and so I go to pay, and he's like, that's going to be, like, 18 bucks or something. And I, and I like, go into my wallet, and, like, I, like, can't find my debit card at all. Like, it was there, but I'm just, like, too fucking high. And I like, yeah, no. And I like go and I'm like looking through my wall and he just grabs it and makes himself a tip and taps my card. And he's like, buddy, you're <laughs> fucked. Like you should go home. And I'm like, yeah, I probably should go home, dude. This is not the place for me. Oh I remember standing there what felt like for like an hour, just like looking at all my cards being like, no, that's not it. And I, like, <laughs> the funniest part is I have like one of my buddy, Greg, uh, I have his like youth like his elementary school, like introductory kindergarten card. So it's just a picture of him as a child. And I remember holding that up and looking at it and laughing as I'm like trying to pay. I'm just like way too fried. But uh, yeah, no, I hate, I, I don't, I can't really do any drugs other than MDMA and, and talk to people. It's un- yeah. nearly impossible for me. Uh, it, it Like anything with the public is just the worst fucking thing you could ever think about. Yeah. I think I, the, the one story I remember, I, I don't want to put Fraser on the spot, but I remember he went Personally, to. I've uh, never, ever done drugs, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. I know he's, he's, he's never done it, but I remember there's one time he had to go to science class in the morning uh, <laughs> after we'd been drinking all night or whatever. And like, holy shit. 
I couldn't even yeah. imagine. No, it was uh, <laughs> it was a surveying lab lab. So you, like you're out learning how to use survey equipment, and we yeah. had to like do the do the corners of a building. Like me and my lab partner, and I'm like, yeah, you have like the surveying machine that's fucking got lasers and shit, and then you fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. You have one guy on that, one guy with a tape measure, and like going around and fucking getting the angles right and stuff and i'm literally looking at it and like i cannot read the tape measure at all <laughs> like i was i was sober like it was in the morning time you know but i'm i'm staring at it and it's like i see a number and i can't really read what the number is and then there's a bunch of ticks and i'm like oh i don't know how many lines that is i I just have no idea how many lines that is (laughs) and yeah we we did all right luckily my buddy it was like something's wrong with this guy he needs some help he filled in uh but that's what happens when you stay up all night and i had one of those in science eight (laughs) yeah all that acid you did in science eight no no i think it was the weed at that time and uh it was like my first time doing it out of a juice box. And it was like seven in the morning. <laughs> well, and then we had a day to a good start. Yeah, yeah. And then we had Billy Lunn as our first prof. Yeah, I uh, knew you were I for sure. He's, he, he's, he's cooked on whiskey by seven AM, so you were probably fine. Uh, he's not a drinker. He's a he's a fucking whiskeyer. He literally oh, called on me in the class seven times. And every single time, I had no idea what the answer was. And I'm like, Matt, like, leave me alone. Yeah, I don't know. As I'm like looking into the sky and like <laughs> checking out the fucking shit on the side of the wall, it, it was yeah. like, it was brutal. He just knows you're stoned as fuck. Yeah, I did that. I, I, the one time I did smoke weed and go to class, I got overly confident. It was like my fourth time smoking weed. And I smoked it out of this like little mini bubbler. And I never really hit like, anything like a bong before and so like it yeah. hits you like later right like it's not just like you yeah. smoke a joint you feel a little high like it rocks you at once and so we smoked like a joint and i was feeling kind of high and i'm like yeah i can go to class and uh i peel into like doug Sly's math class and uh i'm sitting there and it just rocks me like i'm just like it just literally boof my ears get hot my vision's like boom and i'm like oh fuck like this is a different world. I haven't been here before. Without even saying anything, I just get up and like walk to the bathroom. And I'm like sitting inside the stall, the door locked on the toilet, like, fuck, dude, you're dying. You're dying. You're dying. Like, whatever. And then what I thought was, you know, not that long, someone came in to check on me. They're like, you've been gone for like half hour, man. Like, Doug, Mr. Sly told us to come check for you. Yeah, good. I just, my stomach's not feeling good. I like come back to class and I didn't say a fucking word. I just like stared at the chalkboard and like dialed. Like I was just fucked. And so I'm like leaving my last grade, my last grade 11 math class with him. And he like pulls me aside and he's like, happy to see you got that drug problem out of the way. And I'm like, <laughs> you fucker, man. You knew. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm from Nelson. I know. I'm like, fuck me. Yeah, he had a good laugh about it, and uh, he's probably listened to a few of these podcasts, so shout out Mr. Sly. Yeah, yeah big big shout out. He did unfollow me on Twitter, I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, yeah, no, the guy... I the, know what it was I said that decided, made him drop me, but... The guy's a mess. He's like, I don't think he should be teaching. The guy is intelligent beyond belief with math, but just one of the weirdest dudes you've ever met in your whole life. He's a he's a really really good math teacher. I, I liked him. He's good. I never had him. I only had Wolf and then Beatty. Beatty, I'd put at the bottom of of the. Oh yeah. Not that not yeah. that he's a bad math teacher, but those other guys. Dude, Wolf was awesome, Matt. Beatty just not, knew how to do math. Those other guys fucking lived and breathed that shit. Exactly. Not to be not to be rude, but if you heard that there was some sus shit going on with Doug Sly, you wouldn't probably be like, no way. You'd be like, yeah, fits the bill. Hey, Jesse, I don't want to put you on the spot, but we got a couple of uh, impressions that you said that you might be able to do. Oh, man. Left on the list. <laughs> I'm not going to put you on the spot, but I'll put you on the spot. Can, can, I, can I tell a story first? Because so, I was listening I, to you guys say that and about your stories there, and it just reminded me of we took mushrooms when I was building a door once. And uh, 
we built love to hear that we built the yeah door, we built the door backwards and the door was upside down <laughs> and me and my friend oh, like yeah. we built the whole door and then he looked at me and he goes what it's upside down it's backwards and i'm like oh my god you're right and you know what he did is he turned his hat around and he goes there we go and i'm like oh perfect (laughs) (laughs) and we we shipped it and we just shipped it so somebody like the office the office must have just came and be like this store is built upside down and we're like oh fuck i don't know what yeah you're like reaching for the handle up here you're like no this is normal yeah right it's like way up here yeah so i used to work uh for a building supply company and they on the other side of the divider from me was the door sales and just listening to them yelling at people all day long about doors unbelievable how important doors are you honestly don't i was like you guys are in door sales like what and then it's just all day their phones ringing and they're like i told you to measure from the inside of this not the outside (laughs) they're like no you said inside, and they're on speakerphone i'm like you guys just shut the fuck up about doors right now i'm trying to do my job it's just like it's all about doors doors that kind of reminds me, actually, before I forget this, during during Joe and I's time of dabbling in the MDMA, um, one night we uh, just, you know, one of our buddies came up from Nelson and brought us like, I think he brought us like 30 pills. So we were like, okay, we're going to have a good couple months here. And one night we're out and um, I don't know if you guys, I mean, I don't know if Jesse, you've done it before or not, but. There, I, I've only had this happen once where there's this moment where I just start freaking out. Like the same kind of thing you would do if you're high on like mushroom or acid where you just you hit a bad spot or you get a bad vibe. And Joe was like, dude, you're good. And, and he like walked me over to the parking lot, like kind of like talked me through things. And then he goes like, the problem is, is that you keep snorting it up the same nostril. And he passed me a pill. <laughs> And made me snort some up the left side, and it worked. I was like, good. (laughs) Completely changed my whole life. And I just remember that, like, that stupid fucking thing, like, turn your hat around. That's, yeah, it it just was, like, in my head at that moment, 100%. Thanks, Joe. Let's go back inside. Made sense, yeah. I I got it. Yeah, it all checked out. Drugs are are really weird in that way that you can get like to such a bad spot and then the dumbest fucking thing that would never work in real life just changes your whole your whole Somehow life. Somehow it actually does work for some reasons. Some of these ridiculous ideas just like like it it doesn't work, but it does work. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're just lemmings, man. Like it, nothing makes you feel more like just a stupid pile of shit than just thinking back and being like, that doesn't do shit. But I'm so fucked that right now you could tell me to like lick a carpet and I'll feel good. And I'm gonna do it. Dude, I, I remember a moment at Shambhala with Fraser where we had a moment just like that, and then we got some lemonades. Oh. It just changed. It just changed the whole game, man. Think, yeah. Things are things are starting to go off the rails, oh, dude. We had to, yeah, yeah. And then we had a sip of lemonade. We we're like, God damn, this is fucking the way it should be. Yeah, it just changed the whole game. Yeah, something very small can set you off and something very small can put you right back on the path. Yeah. It's just like when you've had too much coffee and all of a sudden you start getting really sweaty and you're like, (laughs) what's wrong? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? You you think you're going to die for a second and then it's it's actually okay. And that's actually, it's kind of funny you say, it's kind of funny you say that because I, I did like a very brief, I was working at Safeway in Casgar and they're like, Hey, um, a few people just quit at the Starbucks. Can you like fill in while like we find people? And I was just like stocking shelves. Like, fuck yeah, I'll work at Starbucks. All the cute girls in town come to the Starbucks. And my first day they're like, do you drink coffee? And I'm like, well, if I say no, I don't drink coffee, but I'm like, if I say no, they're going to be like, well, you can't fucking work here. I'm like, yeah, I fucking love coffee. Like, okay, cool. And they're like, <laughs> line up like four ounce pours of every single coffee they make and they're like hey i just we just want you to drink this quickly and and write little notes down in your little notepad so you can sell it better i had like eight of these like half coffees 
And I remember like sitting there for a few minutes, I felt good. And then it felt like I had just smoked like six bong toast. I just started freaking out. I was so fucked from the coffee because I don't drink it. And I was like, I think I need to go home. I think I need to go home. Like my heart's racing. They're like, oh, do you like one of the girls looked at me? She's like, you don't drink coffee, do you? I'm like, no. I thought I'd get fired. She's like, no, you're not going to get fired. You're fine. She's like, this has happened twice. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm good. I'm fine. And like, I just kind of like wrote it out. I just like was just chilling. But like coffee fucks me up, man. Like it's a drug to me at least. Oh, it's a drug to everybody. And people pretend it's not. I know. And we do it every day. Yeah. You know what I didn't realize about coffee is like when you drink a coffee, I didn't notice it until somebody pointed it out, but, like, you get, like, instant diarrhea. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but <laughs> with all these COVID fill-in sheets, it's like, do you, have you ever had diarrhea? I'm like, well, I drink coffee, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, no. All that, there's so many of those questions. It's like, it's like have you coughed recently? It's like, yeah, after yeah. that huge bong rip. <laughs> Uh, yeah. the, do you, does your nose run? Yeah. I don't know. Is it fucking? Has it been snowing lately? Uh, yeah. Like, there's fucking way too many. It's all that shit. It's like, no, I'm actually just. I swear, I don't have COVID. I'm just a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah it's like it. you smoke. You smoke the vape, and you like cough. I feel like weird because I'll go into a grocery store and I'll have like my mask on. I'll cough, and people will be like, oh fuck, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's this guy doing? Buddy, I've just been ripping the vape too hard, like, relaxed. No, I, yeah. the vape kind of gives me, like, allergies, so I get that. I, like, wake up, I'm like, fuck, I got COVID. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no way, and I just vape for, like, 20 hours yesterday. That's probably what it is. Killed, just killed two pods yesterday. My respiratory system. Yeah. It's just building strength. It's kind of like lifting weights yeah. for COVID, you know? It's pre-vax. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ignore all the things that says people got COVID in the States from vaping. I don't know. It's not well. Maybe if you're like passing it around and shit. But well, and all the like, if you look at a lot of Canada's numbers, where the people smoke the most, or that's where everybody's dying from COVID, and also has like more recorded cases. Ain't good well, yeah, you just gotta get a little selfish. Don't share your darts. Don't let anyone hit your vape. No, it's not that. It's not the selfishness. It's that you like you get it, and you somebody would normally just not feel it and go to the hospital. Or if you <laughs> hack darts two four seven, then you fucking are like, oh fuck, I gotta go. Man. I gotta go. It's that classic. It's that classic Terry and Diener definition of smoking. It's actually healthy for you because you get to get out. You know, you're in the fresh air more often. Yeah. Get to have your social conversations with everybody. Bump. You know, you know, you don't get to know anyone better than when you bump a smoke off of them, right? So yeah. Well, you gotta. You, I'm not saying do smoke, but I'm saying don't not smoke. <laughs> you know, you, like you gotta yeah. make you gotta make some friends. Like you can, there's a lot of connections to be had over a late night cigar, a middle of the afternoon cigar per se. I used to go, I used to go out for the old secondhand smoke with some guys that I worked with, just because they were above me and I wanted to be like like cool but not smoke you go out yeah. just fucking hang well, out if you if you wanted to be if you wanted to be cool you should have just fucking nutted up and smoked like that's just the rule no but this guy was an engineer so he was like i know i'm bad for smoking but i smoke and i'm like i'll stand here in second hand smoke you should have been like are you bad or are you bad no, it was a, it's a, it was a fine line. He was like, "It's cool that you're here with me, supporting me smoking." <laughs> but I'm I'm glad I'm glad that you don't smoke because all the other managers would be like, "Why are you smoking with this kid all the time?" Yeah, it's like I I want you to watch me smoke, but you can't do it. It's like a cuck's yeah. wet dream. Oh yeah, dude, I was definitely cucking on his uh, <laughs> Captain Blacks. I was I was cucking black. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So we're getting we're getting getting up there yeah, now. We're, uh, getting, we're getting deep. We're not we're we're not gonna we're not gonna throw it to the pile just yet. But I mean, we we're gonna throw you on the spot here, Jesse. Uh, we gotta hear a few more of those impressions. So hey, Jesse, let me list you off. So so we got we got Doctor Phil, we got Adam Sandler, Ozzy Osbourne, and we got wow. Bill Cosby. Do you want a scenario, and do you want us to like vibe back to you while you do it? And what about Bill you Clinton? You can do that, uh, Bill Clinton. Off-block mountains. 
I did uh, not have sex. Sexual. I did not have sexual yeah. relations with that yeah. woman. I did not inhale. Clinton Clinton's off the list. I want you to yeah, say yeah. as Bill Cosby that the little kids taste like jello. You know, it's the little children the tasting like the pudding, not the pudding the jello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who else do that's you? Good, that's good. You know so, okay, let's do Ozzy. Oh, Ozzy okay. and he's yelling. He's yelling at his maid to get the blood stains off off the sheets. <laughs> uh, oh, you doing it? You gotta get the bloody sheets. You got the blood all over the sheets. You get it, uh, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> I get better. At, I get better at Ozzy once I start drinking because if I start yeah, drinking that's and Aussie, I come home. Man. And you come in the fridge and you're like, my name is Ozzy Frickin' Husband. I'm the body prince of darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Just making yourself some fucking beans on toast. A little bat head on the side. My girlfriend always calls me out on it. She's like, you sound like Ozzy Osbourne again. What do you want from me? I'm just just trying to get a beer from the fridge. She's like... Yeah. Who else do we got left on the list? Uh, we got Sandler. I could be Norm. Yeah. But hey, hey, Sandler, Sandler, it's uh, it's good to see you. Uh, I heard you got a new movie coming out. Uh, why don't you why don't you tell us about it? Hey, uh, hey, 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 how you doing? Uh, you know, I said this new movie about uh, uh, people when they uh, they meet a baby, they go, baby, so, uh, hey, uh, Sadler, with the baby uh, telling him to shut up, uh, how, do you, how do you think it's going to go uh, for the sequel? Do you think it's going to be similar? Or like, hey, what do you think? Uh, 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 it won't be as good as Grown Ups 2. <laughs> <laughs> Not much is as good as Grown Ups 2, so... No, fuck, so nothing slaps baby. quite as hard. Yeah. Could, could you could you just do one more thing in Sandler for me? Can you can you just can you just do uh fucking get in your home? <laughs> get in your home. <laughs> I don't know. I can't do it. I'm bad at. Yeah. No, that's good. That's, that's good. That's close. Uh, Our last one. We got Doctor Phil, and we might actually be. Can we be hillbillies? No, I, re- I really want you. I really want you to give Joe relationship. So our buddy Joe said he couldn't make it because he uh, has a family dinner. I, I want you to talk as Doctor Phil, giving him advice right. to put the podcast before his girlfriend. All right, Joe, you need to change your life. Okay, you, you're coming in. You're making promises that you can't keep. And and, and I, 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 if I knew that you knew that, then you, you you need to change your life. And it starts today. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the clip of the week, right? There you go. <laughs> Thank you so much for the uh, impressions. Uh, yeah. Let's let's fire on to the pile here. And we're going to have a beer after hours, obviously. But uh, I, I, I got to think about mine. Does anybody have one they're ready to rip out here right now? Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'll go start it off. I, yeah, I know Fraser's ready, but I, I'm gonna go. I'm I gonna go. Fun and you could come back to me, honestly. I got it too. Okay. So I, I was in Nelson today, Nelson, Nelson, BC, oh, yeah. Nelson, and uh, god damn, fucking parking in Nelson, man. Like they're just they're they're just meter Nazis over there. You know what I mean? And and so you fucking you, nobody has change ever, ever. Yeah. No one pays taxes over there, so they got to fucking get money from the people somehow. Yeah, so that's why they fucking put all these meters up. So fucking, I'm walking through there, going to go to get a haircut at Devin's buddy's uh, barbershop, and I fucking, you know, I, I'm like, fuck, I got no no change. So I look at the meter, and then, like, one has zero minutes, and the other one has 15. So I, like, get back in my car, park in the other one. <laughs> Smart. Get out, start getting the haircut. I'm like... Constantly looking over to see if fucking shit's going down by the parking meter. Sure enough, fucking dickhead's walking down. And it's right at about like 14 minutes, roughly. 
And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's kind of close. What's he going to do? He gives a ticket to the guy beside me. He parked in the 000 that I fucking <laughs> And he didn't give me a ticket. And then he kept walking. And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> Honestly, though, fuck that guy. Because he totally would have given me a ticket. But at the same time, a little bit of respect. So, Yeah, I, I've got two points to make on that before we move on. Um, when I was working at H&R Block in Nelson, I worked with this old lady. Her name was Anya. And she was so fucking dope man she was like 65 and she would go to she's been at shambhala every year since it's existed like she goes out fucking drinks her face off has a great time she does american taxes so she's super valuable in that area because a lot of americans move to nelson and she's a sweetheart but she used to have that same problem because outside of her building it's four hour parking so you have to go out and move your car every four hours and sometimes you, when you're doing American tax returns, you can be stuck in the office for like five, six hours. Like it's a long process. And I remember hearing her almost once every week. And she called that, that guy the green onion because he's a big fat guy and he wears a green jacket. Yeah. And he said, I, I remember I was just doing a tax return. And all I hear is just thump, thump, thump downstairs. The fucking green onion's after me again. And then you hear the, the door open and then slam shut. And she's going out to fight the green onion. I was like, that's perfect. But then also on, on the same note of what you were saying, my, uh, my barber there, how awkward is he? But also how he did a great job. He fixed you up good. You look good. No, he's a great guy, but I, I'm one in one of his, uh, uh, I don't know, like uh, one of the younger guys under him. He, he's mentoring. His name is Ethan. He's from okay. Winnipeg. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get a lot of comments from the from uh, your buddy. It yeah. was mostly just from Ethan. And I, me and him were getting it pretty off pretty good. Uh, talked about the podcast, fucking Shamba, a little bit of snow. Yeah, so the, the guy that – it's Windsor Barber if you live in the Kootenays. Go there. Jesse Lockhart owns the place. He's a good guy, but he is just ruthfully, ruthlessly honest. I remember I was in there one time, and I I just eaten a Greek salad for my lunch break, and I came in, and he, buddy, he like opens this box of Altoids. He's like, "Your breath is horrendous." And I'm like, "That's what kind of person that's cutting your hair says that to you?" You know, like just buckle down, cut my hair, get me out of there. But he comes over right away. He's like, "Buddy, that's bad." we're not the best of friends like that's a little ruthless but i mean he's honest but he did that to me last time when he was going off about my cowlick i talked about it on the podcast yeah yeah he's just ripping it and making me feel like an idiot he's just he's just brutally honest man like he's just one of those people that doesn't he says whatever's on his mind i find it super entertaining but oh it's it's pretty great i was hearing him in the next room and he was just going off about how this one guy was going off about Trump and he was just like, man, get the fuck. Like, he was just doing this big spiel and it, it was, it was pretty classic. I can't remember like all of it, but God damn. Anyways, Fredo, pile edition. What do you got for us this week? I've been coming in hot and it's a coming in with a little more Safeway hate. I know I've been coming in with a lot of Safeway hate, but um, I was at Safeway the other day. I got a fucking box of avocados on sale. It's a, like size of a sheet of paper kind of thing box real sturdy heavy duty box got eight avocados in it shit was on sale for 8.99 big beauty the hoss avocados these pits smaller than my balls it's amazing (laughs) they're the best avocados i ever had but so i'm fucking i got the i'm going through the checkout ladies already going like 10 too many bags on shit it's like I literally get in a couple things and it's like, oh, let me just double bag this frozen pizza that you got because the corners are sharp. It's like, I'll, I'll carry it. Like, I like, but yeah, anyway, that's a separate pile thing. Anyway, last thing to go through is this box of avocados that I got. And she goes to just, she's like, oh, maybe I could just stand it up vertically in a double bag. And I'm, I'm watching her mentally process what she's about to do. She goes for it. And She's like, ah, 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 just stands it up and the avocados fall over. And then she's like, tries to fit the box in and is like, actually, is it okay if I just take the box out? And I was like, I guess. She just takes the rest of the box and just pours <laughs> the avocados into a bag. <laughs> just pours them into a bag. It's like, that's not how you treat an avocado. It's the most delicate thing you're going to buy at the store. And she just, 
fucking like, mafia oh, behind just, that. Like, just give her a good shake, make sure I get all the avocados out of this box. So, yeah, that lady, I'm putting her on the file. You're just bringing home a, a bag full of bruised plums at that point, yeah. eh? Yeah, it was just a sack of cattos, but it was like... <laughs> Luckily, they were they were rare enough that they didn't get too dinged up, but there was a couple dings on them. Well, okay. you got you got you got to realize, you know, there there's some people there with some intelligence, but there's a lot of people that are are bagging your groceries because that's that's the yeah. pinnacle of their life. But the the worst thing is, normally I trust this chick, like she she, she <laughs> you know her. You're like, oh, yeah, get shit. I want share it on the bags well, tonight. You know, I know everybody. Yeah, I know everybody. It's right across the street from me, so I I got a good gist of everybody that is working the tills at least. And you're picking, you're picking your till by how fast the girl the till is and how good the beggar is. So normally this chick, she's pretty fast. So that's why I, I I like her because she knows what she's doing. She fucking hammers stuff in there real quick. She's not like having a hard time finding the bar scanner, but like she was just a little bit too into the heat of like getting things done fast. <laughs> and just literally just straight up just dumped. <laughs> Eight avocados into a grocery bag. She's it's like picking your NASCAR pit crew. I can see yeah. you just analyzing who the fuck is gonna be the most productive. Oh, I know, I know, I know my, I know my gals. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, That's and, fucking hilarious. And man, man, there's a couple of good guys. There's a lot of most of them suck though, but there's one or two guys that are really good. But yeah, most of the, most of the time, you see a guy on the checkout. He's there because there's something that he sh- like should be doing in the back and he did all of it yeah so. it's classic I, I remember facing groceries at Cooney market market shout out Cooney market never stole so much product from a place i've worked but they would chuck me on bags and i eventually got the hang of it but the first time i would have been an avocado dumper 100 well, but it's not bagging it's checking and bagging the, the position of bagger doesn't exist anymore the, the double feature it's like going to see two movies yeah. at once man that's well, an impressive feat well that's the thing is like there's a bit of a trade-off it's like it's nice that they bag their stuff for you because most grocery stores these days you go to your shit runs through they just kind of fucking chuck it and roll it down and you put it in your own shit because you're a fucking filthy animal that needs your feet but at safeway at least they take your stuff and put it in the bags but they go way too hard on the bags. And then I'm like, oh, I'm a bad hippie for getting so many bags. It's, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a real battle. I, uh, I was going to make, I was going to make my pile edition, uh, about how Victoria shuts down whenever there's snow. It's pathetic. Like I try to go buy it and I try to go buy, uh, was I trying to get like small pasta to make a soup and nothing was open because we had three inches of snow. It was pathetic. But now that you're on the fucking grocery bagging and all that whole fucking scenario, I'm going to throw uh, a guy at the wholesale store here in Victoria on the file because fuck me, was this guy pathetic. We line up our groceries, and I know Angie, my girlfriend, the love of my life, she's going to have a completely different opinion, but I was a little pissed off when I left there because this guy is ringing me through, and I don't have any bags or any boxes or anything, and he's just ripping things through like on the till. And I like go to grab bags and he's like, oh, do you want bags? I'm like, no, I'm going to carry out $100 groceries in my fucking coat. Like you're a fucking idiot. And he goes, how many bags do you want? I'm like, well, I'll just take some of these. No, no, you can't take those because they're like down near me. It's like, how many bags do you want? I'm like, am I, do you think I'm a fucking bag wizard? Like I've done the math. I, as I'm shopping, I'm like, okay, we filled one bag. Yeah, and why like, can't no, like, bags at the end? Number it's of a bags. Fuck, it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Because how many? It's not even a. I'm not even rounding. You know, he's like specifically, how many bags do you want? And I'm like, same thing. I don't want to waste bags, but like, there's some here. I'll just fill these and I'll tell you after. And he goes, No, you can't take those. Someone paid for those. I'm like, Well, no, okay, cool. Don't yeah. charge me for bags. I'll use that guy's fucking bags. And so I go, I'll to throw out those bags. I go, I'll take five, right? And I'm like, classic Kootenai, Kootenai market wizard in me. I'm fucking filling them. I got, I get all of it into three bags, and I can, I can carry the rest of it out. And he gives me the total. I'm like, I only use. And at this point, I'm pissed off because I'm already, because you feel rushed, right? Someone's already putting their groceries on there. You're trying to fucking stack everything in there because the fucking moron asked me if I wanted bags five minutes into him scanning shit. I only use three bags. So I'm trying to be a prick. 
And he goes, okay, leave the other two for the next person. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I, I literally remember like grabbing my shit and just like storming out. And Angie's like, are you, what are you mad about? I can tell you're mad. I'm like, that fucking moron. Are you kidding me? And she goes, he's just doing his job. I'm like, very, very poorly. Like, I'm going to write a letter. I was like, I'm going to fucking write a handwritten letter to the boss there. I know his name's Zeke. Zeke's getting fucked here. Like, I'm going to really make this guy look like an idiot. And, uh, yeah, I ended up leaving. She calmed me down. But I was like, dude, your job, like, I'm not trying to doubt, like, say that their job is easy. But his job is fucking easy. Like, you just need to be like, hey, nice to meet you. How many bags would you like today before I scan everything in your fucking thing and don't let you touch the bags at the end that someone's paid for it? But, hey, you paid for some. Leave them for the next person. Fuck you, Zeke, you piece of shit. I hope you die. You probably will because you look like you're so fucking obese, you piece of shit. I'm tired of them. I'm done. Anyways, we've got a, we've got a pile virgin here that we should probably uh, let have a rip on the pile. Uh, Jesse, once again, thank you so much for doing the pod. We really appreciate it. But uh, do you have a pile edition for us this week? You know, uh, just off the top of my head, didn't know about this. Uh, the guy I work with today, uh, everything about this guy is so predictable. Like, to the point where, like, I could almost just, like, have a conversation with myself. I know him, like, that well. Like, if, especially when it comes to eating out, like, I know every fast food chain, like, what he would order from that place. And for some reason, it just irritates the shit out of me. Because I'm just like, oh, like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to go get Subway. And I'm like, oh, cool, what are you going to get? Like, you just calm the conversation. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I know what you're going to get. Steak and cheese. And he just gets steak and then the cheese and, like, nothing else. Yeah, okay. He orders the same thing every single time. So, like, he's going to Subway. I'm like, man, what are you going to get? And he's like, I, he's just calling me a conversation to think that he's going to get something cool. But it's steak and cheese. Just the steak. And then, like, if he goes to that end up. The special. Yeah, the special. But it's like, it, it annoys me because it's, like, everywhere I know what he's going to get. If he goes to A&W, he gets five-piece chicken strips with a fries and a root beer and then he gets ketchup and puts it on top of the chicken strip which is blasphemy to me it's just like on top <laughs> and like the ketchup package and just squeezes it out and at this point i just want to like strangle him i don't know that's a bad person <laughs> it's like serial killer kind of like tendencies <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah just that kind of thing and then if he brings a lunch it's just like ham and like no cheese, no butter, no nothing. It's just so plain. It just it hurts. <laughs> but but he sounds like a total fucking loser. It's a lame existence. It, it's horrible how much I know that what he's going to eat. Like he has rice. And he doesn't put any sauce on it. It's a little bit of ground pepper. It's like so dry. You feel like you're gonna choke to death. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real, man. Well, uh, do you have any kind of any kind of social media that you want to promote in any kind of way at, at all? Uh, Doug the Party Goat, check him out. He's pretty cool. Uh, got a lot of bangers. I was born in the middle of my subject. Thunder. You